And we're back on the Bone Zone on 94.3-1047 K-News. I'm Dr. Raj Sinha from Star Orthopedics, joined in studio today by Coach Tom Flores. We're talking... We're going to talk a little bit about some of his ailments, but we're just catching up with some stories with the Raiders. Hey, coach. So, so I uh, played golf with Rich Gilgallen uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. The coach, the, the coach, the coach, <laughs> the yeah. coach, coach, not the coach. So, the coach asked me to ask you about uh, the Super Bowl and Jack Squirek and what what he's been up to. Well, Jack Squirek was uh, he was uh, we drafted him in the third round, and he was really a gifted player. Uh, had a very short career. Uh, he just mentally, uh, he didn't like the game. Uh, he had trouble. Hmm. So after a couple of, you know, after his infamous, uh, interception in the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 18, which was, uh, one of mine, he, um, after a couple of years later, he just walked away from it and we had trouble. We wanted to get him back cause he could, he would have been a really good linebacker, but it just didn't work. Some guys just aren't ready for it, and when uh, so you can't you can't uh, force them to play. But he he uh, when we played the the uh, the Redskins in the Super Bowl, we had played them earlier that year, mm-hmm. and they had run a similar play that uh, that was intercepted by Jack in the, in the game. Theismann had thrown it, and it was a great game, a back and forth, back and forth. And uh, they had beaten us by about two play uh, two points in the last seconds of the game. So I thought this was going to be a high-scoring game as we went into it, but it wasn't because we totally dominated. But right before the half, they were in a similar situation. And uh, we sent in Jack Squirek and took Matt Millen out. Matt Millen came out, and he was furious. He was screaming, <laughs> yelling. He, didn't, he, never, he never liked to come out of the game. So Squirek went in, and we said, we're going to zone it. And, but we want you to man a man on on uh, on the, the, their halfback. Right. And I'm trying to think who the halfback was. Was it Joe Washington? Yeah, Joe Washington. Yep. And uh, so the ball was snapped, and uh, Theismann went back, and he faked his right and turned and just threw the without looking. Yep. Threw the ball to his left, and there was Squire. Perfect timing. He <laughs> intercepted the ball. And that, in essence, was a game because the game that time, we had 14 points, and then that put us 21 Right at the end of the half. Right yeah. at the end of the half. And that's a terrible way to have to go in the locker room mm-hmm. for any coach, mm-hmm. any team. And to this day, uh, I used to sneak up when I saw Joe because he used to do some of our games. And when I was uh, doing the radio, and I'd sneak up and over his shoulders and just whisper the words, Jack Squire. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he would cringe and say, Flores. And uh, he would always say that I didn't call the play. I didn't call the play. I said, hey. Doesn't matter whether you call the play or not. You threw the ball. You man. threw the ball, and I I played quarterback. If the ball, if the screen isn't there, you throw the ball into the stands or into the ground. Exactly. And uh, well, so he, he never looked. No, he never looked. And and the, and the funny thing, I've gotten into Joe Theismann as well because mm-hmm. he, he's a spokesman for the company that I design knee replacements for, the customized yeah. knee replacement. So he and I have done a couple of different events, including in New Orleans for a bunch of surgeons. And so I've gotten to talk to him a little bit, and he always talks about how that game against you guys, they just weren't prepared because they were so confident that they were going to yeah. win. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember in the regular season. Had they beaten you that year? Well, they beat, yeah, that game yeah. that I mentioned. It was early in the year, and uh, but when they played us early in the year, we, had, we didn't have Mike Haynes yet. Marcus Allen was injured, didn't play. Um, but it was a great game. It was back and forth, back and forth, and they they had run that similar play mm-hmm. and been successful right before the half. 
And that's why it was a recall, you know, the recall we had. Okay, let's, in case they run that play, we'll be ready for it. But by that time, uh, we were rolling, boy. We were we were really rolling. We peaked at the right time. We had a great team that year, 1983 season, and and um, they had just broken the scoring record. And but we took we took their whole passing game away with Mike Haynes and, and Lester Hayes, and that enabled us to just they weren't going to beat us with their tight ends or their running backs in the passing game. So we just put all seven guys right up in the line of scrimmage, took away their running game, and um, that was it. Yeah, well, I mean, he, that's right. You had two shutdown corners, and, yeah. and as I recall, didn't they share MVP honors in one of the? No, they didn't. That was oh. the guys from uh, Dallas. Oh, that, one year. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. that's right. And then yeah. I guess in in the in the eighty Super Bowl against the Eagles, I guess Rod Martin. The eighty Super Bowl, they should have they should have had a dual MVP. Plunkett got it, but they should have had Rod Martin as well. Inter- mm-hmm. Intercepted three balls. Exactly. How can you not give a guy <laughs> an MVP for? Intercepted three uh, balls in one in a, in one game, especially the Super Bowl. Come on, coach, because you know quarterbacks are sexy. Well, I know that. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I played quarterback. <laughs> You're listening to the Bone Zone on ninety four three one zero four seven K News. Hey, so I want to turn to a little bit about some of your aches and pains because that's that's how, that's how we got to know each other. So you've had some some hip issues, um, not bone on bone arthritis, but some you know more soft tissue bursitis type of conditions, mm. and we've been treating that with a variety of things. What's the status of the hip bursitis pain now? That uh, is under control, really. I have not since I had that uh, what P R P P R P process, which is to take your own blood and spit it and whatever you guys do with it, and then put it back in. Uh, I have uh, that's been under control. Every yeah. once in a while, it, there's a little ache there, but the other one uh, that I'm, I'm I'm really happy about is my right knee. Uh, on the on the outside of it, I have bone on bone. Yeah. Uh, but you've used um, once again my own my own blood, and put it back in, and it it takes away. It doesn't solve the problem, but it takes away the pain. And well, it does eases the problem. Yeah. For a length of time, and uh, it's working. So I want to jump back to the hip a little bit. So. Because you've been you've been bothered by that for several oh, yeah. years, and I know that um, my partner had given you some cortisone shots. I'd given you some cortisone shots. We had tried some physical therapy, yeah. um, and even the first PRP injection didn't solve your problem. I it think only, it took yeah. two or three. It only worked for a while, yeah, and then um, and then it, but then it came back again. That's why I came back, and then I'm not sure if we, if it was the third or second or third attempt. But that's you know I knock on wood when I when I say that it's lasted quite a while i'm very pleased with that yeah and, and i think i think one of those injections too we added some amnio derived um t- cells and tissue yeah i think so, you did yeah, yeah so the amnio derived is from live baby births when when the amniotic fluid and the amniotic sac is delivered you can actually harvest that like a tissue and then you treat it like any other tissue harvest that we do whether it's a liver or you know bone or whatever else that we harvest to use for for other people, so you harvest that, and you and and then you can uh, isolate out the growth factors and some cells, and then we actually keep it frozen. And then when we when we go to use it, we thaw it and we add it to the PRP. But um, with the hip, I've been I've been really happy. And I think the the point that I always try to make to people is that the problem takes a long time to develop. It doesn't occur overnight, right? So it's it's years and years or months and months after an injury or a weakness or some other predisposing condition. And so oftentimes the biology gets screwed up and it takes more than one treatment 
to get it sort of back on track. And so I think that's what we saw with you yeah. is that we were getting some initial temporary or partial pain relief. And then it was the subsequent treatments that sort of got you to the, you know, close to a hundred percent. Like you said, it's not, it's not a hundred percent, but it's no. a lot better than it was. Well, and the, the also it was causing uh, with the hip uh, aching as it was a bursa, everything. And then that, that one, I don't know if it's a muscle or a, a um, whatever part of my body that went all the way down to the hip. Right, the tendon. I mean, the knees. Yeah, the tendon. And that, was, that wasn't helping there. So I had pain all the way down to my knee yeah. uh, because of the hip problem. Yeah, and so, you know, bursitis in the hip is one of the, what we call one of those secondary conditions. There's always something else that's going on that causes how you walk to become abnormal or it causes muscle weakness or it causes a tendon to get tight. And that commonly causes pain on the side of your hip. So for people listening, if you're lying on your side and it hurts your hip, then you're developing some sort of bursitis pain. And, you know, what we want to know as doctors is we want to be able to make sure that we identify what the underlying problem is because it's the underlying uh, underlying thing that needs to be addressed. We can treat the symptom by cortisone and pills and things like that, but the benefit is always temporary. And then the problem, the pain comes back. And so the idea is if you can identify the underlying situation and you treat that, and then you have a better chance of keeping it at bay and having it, you know, keeping it from coming back over and over again. And in your situation, that's what we did. And we'll talk about that right after this break. You're listening to The Bone Zone on 94.3, 104.7 K News.